Show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my cheesy co-host, Delnor. Hello, Dylan. Holy Long John Silver. Hello, Jeff. Hello. I'm feeling a little under the weather, as I've said. Yes, the weather has gone under, and yeah, I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. Well, you know, every once in a year, it's just like, I just, my health is just like, nope. Yeah, what? just plummets yeah pretty much but you know it's it's like a month of just like uh your body's just like uh screw you jeff i don't care yeah oh man yeah what a month for it to be happening too i have um some jaw pain from clenching my jaw too much so i i feel (laughs) your pain is that from is that from that game still um, I thought it was at first. I might be grinding my teeth in my sleep, hmm. though, now that I think about it. Or, like, just always my jaw is misaligned. But, yeah, um, something happened. Yeah, I know our, our word for today is cheesy. You know, kind of feel-good stuff. Stuff that's kind yeah. of, like, maybe lame even sometimes. Uh, I, I kind of thought it went sh- well with when I think of cheesy. yeah. I kind of thought, like, it went well with the Christmas season. Like, I feel like all yes. the movies that come out in this time of year are just, like, they're all kind of feel-good movies about, like, oh, the oh, family's yeah. coming together, you know, wonderful life or whatever. Yeah, they yeah they play to your heart. I remember there was one, um, it was, like, ABC Family had the has the 25 Days of Christmas or whatever, and they have a bunch of, like, crappy original movies sometimes and there was like a one i don't andy dick was in it and like some family adopted him it's like that's weird he's a full-grown man (laughs) like he may act like a child but no it's just odd like this feel-good movie with andy dick (laughs) did you ever see that andy dick movie called the hebrew hammer (laughs) no nope so it's about a jewish superhero who's fighting santa claus and andy dick is like Santa Claus, but he's like evil. Oh wow! And he's like trying to enforce um, uh, uh, Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this is a children's movie, but no, I don't know if the Hebrew Hammer was. No, be. it's like it was a really. I think it was an original Comedy Central movie or something. Oh, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't think of. I don't think I've ever seen Andy Dick in an actual movie, like a theatrical release movie. I can't think of one. Just mostly MTV shows and... Yeah. Ben Stiller show. Yeah. And, like, celebrity rehab. Yeah. He seems like a very strange guy. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's a lot got of a lot, problems. lot of yeah, demons to work out. Yeah. I feel like anytime I hear about, like, him or Bobby Lee, I'm just like, this is gonna be a bummer. Oh, uh, Bobby Lee, the, like, Mad TV Bobby Lee? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? He's got a bunch of demons, and he talks oh, about... Oh, I didn't even realize. Like, if you watch his stand-up, he talks about how he was molested by an autistic man. Oh, wow. Yeah, it it's dark. <laughs> Never would have known. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have seen a handful <laughs> of stand-ups where it's just like... I know this is our cheesy episode, where it's like... <laughs> do you ever see the Wyatt Snack stand-up? The who? The... Wyatt Snack. I you know, know the, never heard of him. He them. was on The Daily Burr, Show. Burr. He was a black guy on The Daily Show. Okay. And, and he talked about, um, in his stand-up, how his father was a cabbie and he was killed 
by like one of his patrons. Oh wow! And how later in his life, Wyatt met that guy. Oh jeez! Then he's like, "Well, back to jokes." Yeah. He's like, "Oh god." Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of comedians like stem from tragedy. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Just because they have to look on the brighter side, like make light of terrible things. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't remember if he. Do you like Mike Birbiglia at all? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> he just came up with a new stand-up. It's about having his kid. It's called The First One. Mm-hmm. And it's about his firstborn child. And he's got a stand-up special called Sleepwalk With Me, where he has really bad sleepwalking syndrome. And it kind of culminates with him jumping out of a two-story window in his sleep. Ooh, jeez. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. My but it's funny. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I hope so. It doesn't. It's the on description Facebook. doesn't it's make on, it uh, uplifting. It's on Netflix. His stuff is really good. Yeah. My wor- my worst fear is that I will die doing my favorite thing, and that is sleeping. So that's a terrible really, nightmare I for figure me. Figure that's the way to go. If you die in your sleep. Like, no, do you want to so die like I... violently? <laughs> yeah, like in a blaze of glory, or in like I talked about the rapture. Oh, sure. <laughs> or, uh, uh, it's some post-apocalyptic scenario. Yeah, I mean, some kind of blaze of glory sounds great, but it's also like, um, burning to death sounds awful. Yeah, well, that's a literal blaze of glory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not, yeah, less literal, more like, uh, I rammed a car into some, I don't know who, um, some you terrorist. You saved the world the last yeah. minute, and you died a hero. Like that kind yeah. Of yeah, that sounds good. But I always have like little fantasies about that. Like, yes, my life <laughs> means something now because I'm not doing anything. Yeah, like you, yeah. uh, you hack a show. That guy from that. That's right. I can't remember his name. Yeah, Yusuke Urameshi. Yeah, he he made his life worth something. Kind of. Well, that kid was going to survive anyway. Yeah. Very or at least he thought he was. So hopefully, if I we die in a blaze of glory, that ten, like turns out to be in vain. At least we won't be ghosts. Hopefully, that's my personal belief. I feel like um, uh, does the idea of uh, aliens or ghosts interest you more? Uh, aliens, I think, is way more plausible. That I mean, in a vast, ever expanding universe, that there's something out there sure but doesn't the idea of like the other one seems like it's probably not able to be solved but that to me is much more interesting personally because it's Um, like you know it's the it's like the answer of life is is like what happens i think ghosts or or what happens after death yeah okay yeah the afterlife i guess is more um yeah it's intriguing i don't know i've always uh i haven't always had the belief but uh i just had the my friend explained it to me once as like do you remember when you were before you were alive no okay well why do you think you're gonna remember after i was like yeah i I can't really question that i I don't have an answer to that so i mean it doesn't mean you don't i know exactly yeah that's the thing i can't remember stuff now like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I 
It, I don't think it intrigues me because I'll be dead. Well, <laughs> yes. fair. Except that, I don't know, maybe I need to watch Serial Experiments Lane some more. Have you ever seen um, What Dreams May Come? Is that uh, Robin Williams? Yeah. No. Uh, Pieces? Is he in, like, pur- Purgatory? Is that the one? Uh, that... He goes through a bunch of different, like, stages. He starts off, like, going to heaven after he dies. Maybe. Was it terribly like received by critics i think it yeah i think it bombed and it's like bitterly sad it's like crazy yeah i think i've seen parts of it yeah i remember him like painting in a field and stuff yeah okay yeah yep then i have seen pieces of it yeah or uh i'm trying to think i never got into it um uh five people you meet in heaven no i've never heard of that it's the same guy who wrote uh, Tuesdays with Maury. Oh. Hmm. Is it depressing? Uh, like, I would imagine. Is... <laughs> My mother yes. read it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I like the show The Good Place. I mean, that has a pretty cool exploration of the afterlife. Did you like Dante's Inferno? Did you like reading that? I never read it. Oh, I find it really interesting. I don't know. I think I just like categorizing stuff. I think that might yeah, be why. Yeah. That might, like, categorizing stuff, I like that, too. Give it a nice, clean list, put in a BuzzFeed list, and maybe I'll I'll (laughs) find it interesting. Sure. Uh, Yeah, I I was kind of watching a bunch of, like, feel-good stuff on YouTube. Um, Like, you've probably seen them, like, soldiers coming home videos. Oh, yeah, to their dogs. To their dogs or their families. I watched a bunch that were, like, soldiers coming home to surprise their, like, you know kids or siblings at graduation yeah those are always hard to watch there yeah they can be pretty tough same with um i watched one like it was puppy surprise people like (laughs) young people like being like surprised with you know puppies or whatever yeah i never i never go to that for some reason i mean they're nice to see um they're very sweet yes they are Maybe, maybe I just don't want to see the good of humanity. Um, or um, the ones where deaf people hear for the first time with like cochlear implants. Yeah, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen a deaf one before. They also have the other ones I watched were um, people getting N chroma glasses, so people that had never seen color, like seen right, color yeah, for the first gonna, time. Yeah, say that one. Yeah, when do you? Did you just look these up when you're feeling bummed? I was just on a roll with them. I just got on a roll last night. I just happened to be like in bed, just trying to fall asleep, and I had my tablet with me. It's like I'll just watch a bunch of these. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd like to go to bed thinking the world is a good place like that. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, the movie I watched was one I watched like the other day, and it was one I I don't think I'd ever seen. And it was uh, the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Have you ever seen it? Uh, which one? Like the old, old one or the, the newer like... one with Mara Wilson from? Uh, yeah, Matilda the... or whatever. Yeah, Matilda girl. Yeah. Um, I I saw it as a kid, but um, I was kind of bored of it as a child. It's like a legal drama. It's kind of strange. <laughs> that's what the Santa Claus is too, and everybody yeah, loves I... the Santa Claus. But that's all about a custody like art battle. It's just. But what's a miracle about? It's a 
are they it's is santa on trial yeah it's the guy who <laughs> okay, um, I, yeah it's the guy who believes he's santa claus and he they're trying to establish his um mental stability because because they think it's just some guy and he believes he's santa claus and they're trying to prove the existence of santa claus against like an evil lawyer uh so who's at risk who's santa claus is defending himself no he's got a lawyer who's in love with this lady who santa is like a he works at a department store and the department store is like kind of failing but once he starts he becomes a santa they start like getting a rock together oh wow yeah yeah oh maybe that's why i didn't really like it it's a legal proceeding i never got into that tomorrow wilson like the eye witness or whatever the key witness she's just like precocious child you know kind of how she is and all her stuff yeah do you know whatever happened to her no she just was like i'm done acting <laughs> she just i i read a whole uh, crack.com article written by her actually and she just talked about like being a child star and she was like yeah but my parents did it right and they always like just looked at it as a hobby and when i wanted to get out i was out so the last movie she did was uh thomas the train engine and thomas the tank engine and like the golden train or something it's terrible it's a live action one and it's uh it's it's a rough watch uh i was it's kind of funny you mentioned that because i was looking at um the adventures of pete and pete because i remembered the girl who played ellen i was like oh yeah i remember being kind of a cute girl and i looked her up and she's not acting anymore She's like a physician's assistant now. Oh, really? Yeah, and she has like she was on a podcast talking about her time and like acting then. Yeah, did she do anything else? She was the girl who was Pete's girl and a friend, but not his girlfriend. That's correct. That's a quote from the show too. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah, I love uh, Pete and Pete. Danny Tamborelli is like uh, he lives right in Boston, which is but he's like I think he plays. He's in a band now, yeah. but he's he's pretty pretty beefy guy now. Yeah, I've seen him. I mean, <laughs> he was beefy then too. To be fair, yes, that is true. Yeah, but he they doing like um like some page I follow like Nickelodeon page that recently like all the cast members, old cast members, are coming back and doing like retrospective interviews and stuff. So it's interesting to see like where they are now. Yeah. Yeah, he was also a voice in the GTA Five. Danny Tamborelli. Danny Tamborelli was. Yeah, really. He played um, what's it? Uh, the white guy's okay. son, the like the rich guy. Oh, I don't know. I don't play GTA. I can't remember the name. The guy's name. Uh, Nico. No, that's in four. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's Franklin, Trevor, and the other guy. <laughs> I didn't know. Is there a difference between GTA Five and GTA Online? Uh, yeah, there's not really a story in GTA Online. They right. have one, but it kind of involves your online character, and it's very sparse. It's just like, hey, we're looking for to do races, and you can play the racing mini games. Like, oh, there are ballers around. You can do the shooting mini games or whatever. Yeah, or it's you just... can just rob people. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend who she was playing it. 
And then she said, like, the first time she started, someone punched her and took her money, like, right once she spawned. She Sounds was right. Mad. And I was like, Isn't, I, that's the game, though, isn't it? Yeah. A guy came at us with a tank one time. I was playing with Drew. <laughs> and a guy just, like, had a tank, and we had, like, we were on our feet. And we were just trying to run away, and he was, like, he's following us. They're slow, though, right? Uh, he just kept killing us and, like, like going to the spawn point and just, like, griefing us. Oh, my us. God. It was Jeez, kind of yeah. funny. But <laughs> we're like, come on, it, yeah, 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 campers. That's not cool. Uh, did you have a movie that you watched, or? Um, yeah, well, yeah. Speaking of video games, uh, well, I guess Wreck-It Ralph does kind of. In Wreck-It Ralph Two, he goes to um, there's like a GTA Online type place, and uh, uh, he ends up hanging out there and meeting Gal Gadot, who's uh, some sort of heroin in the gta or anti-heroin probably in the gta online knockoff universe but yeah uh the first regular ralph uh is super well it's not super cheesy but it is pretty cheesy i mean it's like about an 80s arcade character so like a lot of the humor is kind of based on 80s comedy kind of and um there's just one part i remember because uh this is wreck it ralph i say is like when it came out, I felt like it was this big thing. It, like, we didn't have... I felt like video games really hadn't had this type of, like, meshing and, like, big mainstream product placement. Like, I remember seeing Sonic in it, and I was just, like, freaking out. I was like, oh my god, Sonic's in, like, a Disney movie. This is insane. Um, but he... Uh, it's super cheesy. I remember there was this one part. So Ralph befriends this, like homeless girl Vanellope who's voiced by Sarah Silverman yeah. and um there's one part where she's like just being cutesy or something and she's like she runs off to go get him something and he's just like ah oh, kids <laughs> it's just I just feel like this dumb cheesy like parent moment I feel like oh um, and she runs off and she brings him like a medal that he made she made him but it's it's super cheesy it ends the climax is super cheesy and corny but it always like it tears me apart yeah. His, like what he does did you the like end. the second one second one i wasn't a huge fan i feel like it had cars 2 syndrome is what i like to call it uh <laughs> first movie like so the first movie in cars it's um they set like this nice they the cars follow the rules of like the cars land there's this strict world building and the rules within the land they're cars they don't like stand on their leg like upright or anything they just roll around like cars and whatever and they can't pick things up because they're cars they just have to do it another way um and then in cars too they become spies and have all these gadgets and start flying around and they just like it's totally crazy out there i feel like wreck it ralph did the same thing where in the first record ralph they're in the arcade and they can kind of go but among games but they have like specific rules like if you die outside your game you won't respawn or whatever and they kind of build this tight world and then in wreck it ralph 2 they go to the internet and it's pretty much just everything you can do anything and it's all these it's just a bunch of jokes about social media pretty much hmm. Did you ever, uh, I've, I wrote this down quickly, did you ever see Jingle All the Way 2? No, does that have 
uh, is it Larry the Cable Guy? Yes, it is. <laughs> I didn't I, know there was one. I, I was looking, I was trying to find that on, like, you know, Netflix or something. Uh, the original, not that one. No. Yeah. I googled it, and I'm like, oh, there's the second one. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was, like, on TBS or something, or even, like, CMT, maybe. <laughs> Some, like, cable network. Mm. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing about it for a while, and then you know, stopped hearing about it, and then it was like, oh, it came out, or it played at some point. Never seen it. I You can't top that original. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down some notes, because I was like, oh, I'll just write this stuff down. Uh, I, I This is weeks ago. Do you remember we were talking about Hype Men? Yeah, the sidekicks of yeah, rap. Yeah. Man. Uh, did you ever see Knight's Tale? Heath Ledger? No, no, but I know of it. I remember it coming I just, out and stuff. I think the jousting the, movie. His hype man was, uh, I think it was Paul Bettany, um, and he was playing Jeff Chaucer. <laughs> like, I just remember that being very weird and silly. So he'd, like, come warm the crowd up? When yeah, he, pretty much, when, before the joust. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, it was about jousting, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a what do you mean, movie. do, you, like, decapitate people or something? <laughs> no, it was pretty, like, harmless. There's no, I don't Let's think there's... The crowd hyped up with a public execution. Yeah, I wrote down... Uh, we mentioned Deltarune a few weeks ago. Uh, did you know that's an anagram of Undertale? Yes, I did. Damn it. That's <laughs> gonna blow your mind. No. Yeah. Yeah, Toby... Toby Keith... No, not Toby, Toby Keith. Keith. <laughs> Toby Fox? Yes, Toby Fox, uh, the right. guy who made Undertale. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. correct. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he likes to do little things like that. I also wrote down, um, you've seen the Avengers movies, uh, and you know, I don't know if you know this, but in the comic books, Scarlet Witch has kids? Um... I don't think I did know that in the comics. They make a really big deal in the movies that she can't have kids. Well, yeah, I bet they're setting up something. Yeah, um, it could be because there's a Black Widow movie coming out now. Yeah. Well, um, I always thought this was weird, and they've alluded to it a little bit here and there, and I've said it to people, and they're like, "No," but there's like plausible proof for it. Um, Scarlet Witch has two kids later on. Um, one is called Wiccan. And he kind of has, like, reality powers like hers. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlet Witch's husband is the Vision. Right, yeah. In the comics. Um, and she has, her other kid is named Speed, who has speed-based powers. Oh, like a brother. Which I found very weird. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, well, in the comics, they're mutants, correct? She... Scarlet Witch is a mutant. Um, that's, or did they retcon it? They've retconned it and re-retconned it, so I'm not really sure. They're yeah, like high evolutionaries or something. Okay, yeah, from what I... You said Scar... I was talking about Black Widow before I got very... I was confusing with the red hair and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Scarlet Witch, they haven't talked about her not having children in the movie. Um, uh, but I knew about her and Vision and living in the suburbs... Um, but yeah, what I knew about them were that they were, her and Quicksilver were Magneto's kids. That's correct. But, yeah, I don't, that was a while ago that I came into that knowledge, so I'm sure it has been retconned or whatever since then. Yeah, it's, 
it's also been retcon that they're not his kids. Really? So okay. it, it's hard to say. Yeah. But I, there is like definitely implication that there's like a weird thing going on with them. I just always found it strange. Yeah. There's a weird thing going on with her kids? No, with her, the fact that one of her kids has her brother's power. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I. I you don't I, find that suspect? I don't know. I, I, I mean, the X gene can be passed down. Um. Yeah, I don't. I, I could see that it's like a, a, a dormant, like recess, like it's a recessive trait. That's what it's called, where it like skips a generation, I guess. Although Magneto wasn't speedy, but maybe their parents were. Although you said they're retcons that they're not Magneto's kids. Oh my gosh, I just, I'd have to see that family tree, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Have that out. Get some twenty three and me. Uh, X-23 and me. Huh, I had to make some sort of X-Men tie-in. Sure. Um, uh, where did I miss go? Yeah, she is, uh, Scarlet, which is super cheesy in the the movies. She, her accent kind of goes, <laughs> gets more American as the series goes on, because at first it was like this, and you could barely hear her talk about Tony Stark. She, yeah, she's, uh, Roma, I believe. She's a gypsy lady. Yeah. They're off of golf. But now she just sounds like Elizabeth Olsen. The other Olsen sister. Right. Is she an Olsen sister? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know. I I, I might have known that once. Yeah. It makes sense. Their last name is Olsen. Yeah, she's the one. I think she's the youngest. Yeah, I keep wanting to say, wow, she must be the oldest one, but she's just older than they were when they were on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the Olsen twins since, who knows, probably solving some sort of mystery. They had um, uh, they had a movie that was essentially identical to The Parent Trap, but it was with them. Oh, It Takes Two? I think so. Yeah, with Kirstie Alley. Yeah, (laughs) the marketing for that movie really stuck with me I don't think I've ever seen it more than once Parent Trap was far superior I remember that one that was a pinnacle of (laughs) uh, mirror technology in movies how did they make two Lindsay Lohans one is too many yeah especially now oh yeah uh, uh, for TV shows, I was kind of like, I, I don't know, I, it, it, there's so many, like, slice of life, like, anime and stuff like that, I'm just like, uh, I don't know, could be anything. Right. I feel like sports anime also kind of, like, veer towards this idea where it's like, you know, you know all the slow motion stuff in Kuroko's Basket is like, you can easily yeah. be like, oh, slow motion, final shot, <laughs> like. Yes. That's why it takes so long to get through one basketball game because yeah. <laughs> slows down. Yeah, I uh, I picked one that you've seen. I've made you watch actually. Uh, the Flash. Every episode, this something is. I mean, even the costumes are super cheesy. It's just it's a very hokey show sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I- 
kind of wrote down too. I was like, uh, there's one called Barakamon, which I, I think it means easygoing person. Um, and oh. it's about a calligrapher. It's about like a okay. Japanese like calligrapher who's like really good, but he's kind of not uh, really original. Like he's not uh, he's not an artist. He's just very good at kind of copying. And he What's kind calligraphy? of calligraphy. Uh, it's kind of like the Japanese like kanji kind of painted out. Okay, I was thinking that was just writing fancy for some reason. It pretty much is. Oh, okay. But, but it's it's considered an art, and he gets paid for it. It's his job, you know. Hmm. Interesting. It's just a good, easy light series. Does that have good pen swooshing like Death Note? Uh, it's pen more flourish, about the creative process okay. and like learning how to be a person. Hmm. Interesting. Cerebral. There's uh, another one I wrote down because they ju- I think they just put it on Netflix. It's called Love Chunibio and Other Delusions. Hmm. And Chunibio is uh, yeah. What is Chunibio? It's uh, something that they call eighth grader syndrome, and it's the guy who went to high school that's far away from his middle school because he had Chunibio, and it's basically it's somebody who has all these crazy fantasies that are all in their head. It's like basically he called himself like the Dark Flame Master. In middle school, and he, like, wore bandages and, like, trench coats, and he wore, like, an eye patch, and he believed he had, like, magical powers. He had none of it. None of it was real. And then Sounds to, like me. <laughs> yeah. And to escape his embarrassment, he went to a high school far away. Uh, and he, he meets someone. own it to escape his enemies. He went to high school. And, yeah, he meets other people who have it who know about his secret. And it's kind of like, it's just a cute love story, basically. Hmm. He's just got to go, he's just got to find his crowd and go to some cons and then they'll eat that shit up. Yeah. Like a steampunk con or something. Oh, yeah. They fall into that crowd. Get some cosplay going. Yeah, like the main girl has like an eye patch. She kind of looks like May from uh, another. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, constantly, like, grabbing her eye. And there's nothing wrong with her eye. It's just, like, she just has an eye patch. Yeah, I was convinced I was an alien in fourth grade or something. Because I loved Animorphs so much. That I was like, I must be that alien that has... And i stuck in human form. I would tell people that. I was a little younger than eighth grade, at least. but Yeah. I mean, I think we all kind of go through that where we kind of have this personal fantasy where, like, we want to believe we're special so badly. Yeah, I yeah, that's definitely where it stemmed from. And, you know, it's not wrong for me to say I still want that. Like, yeah. it's not, you know, to just be like, oh, I've got a thing. I always want to be like, oh, I bet if I played this sport, I'd be amazing at it. Like, that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. like if, if I picked up, like, a bass guitar, I'd be good. But I've never done it, so I'll never know. And then you'll just shatter your illusion, like illusion of fantasy, if you do pick it up and you're not good at it. Yeah, pretty much. But it's like, it's a thing you learn, it's not a thing you just do. Yeah. I don't know, there are some people who just got that natural talent. I hate that. (laughs) Like, I remember, um, like, there was, like, a girl in our class that was, like, crazy good artist. Uh, I I won't mention her name, just for whatever reason. You might know who who I mean. Um, 
Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And it, she, like, they interviewed her in, like, the school paper. Oh, wow. And she's like, yeah, I oh, never yeah. did, like, stick figures or anything like that. And I'm just like, that, <laughs> that's what I do now. Yeah, she was just painting Starry Night from her crib. Yeah, pretty much. And it was just like, that's unfair. <laughs> I know. Yeah, sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I'm sure. I'll if I there's got to be something I can just pick up and do. Video games. Yeah, some of them. I was just thinking about which one would have been. Um, I suck at most video games, though. It's also a completely useless skill. No way. No. I mean, unless you're making money from it, I, I kind of feel like it is. I think it's good for reading. It's good for... At least for children, it helps with reading stamina. Hmm. I would believe that. Somewhat hand-eye coordination, too, I think. And I'm becoming a master strategist on the battlefield right now, playing Fire Emblem. Do you really think it helps you with hand-eye coordination? People have always told me that. I do not agree with that at all. As someone who's played sports my whole life, I can't agree <laughs> with that. Well, that's more than your hands and your eyes, right? I, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I played baseball. I think for uh, not like that, that's more gross motor skills, like moving your whole body and moving muscles. I think fine motor skills, uh, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah. Dexterous fingers, reaction time, just getting down to, so hand, yeah, hand eye, just thing, maybe more finger eye coordination. <laughs> You'd like just breaking it down. It's just like, makes it worse for me. It's just like, like the most like minuscule. It's like fingertip eye coordination. No, it's, yeah, I, I think it does. I think there's a lot of things out there. Um, like, and even like kids have weak, like you got to build those this sound, I sound stupid. I, I maybe it's me explaining it that's making you like. I'm just explaining it bad, but just like building up like muscle in your fingers. Yeah, but there and stuff. People that never play video games, do you think that they're lacking that? No, but I'm sure they have another way of fine motor coordination. Yeah. I mean, writing, building like stupid things like Legos that helps with hand-eye coordination. Yeah, and like finger strength. Babies can't even hold a pencil. Like, <laughs> but put a controller in their hand. I bet they'd be picking up weights at six months old. Hmm. That's hyperbole, but I don't know. I'm not like a giant advocate of like ah, kids play video games all the time. Like I severely limit my child. <laughs> I, he plays less than I allowed to. Yeah, I don't I, think it's like when we were growing up, it was treated, it was, looked very poorly upon and just like a waste of time. Well, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've wasted so much time with it that I'm like, I can't disagree. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't carry that guilt around with it anymore. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can you do? If it brings you joy and it's not hurting someone else, whatever. Fine by me. I was so there, play. you have my permission to play uh, video games. If that makes you feel I mean, better, I was gonna do it anyway. <laughs> I just don't know that it helps me in any way. I try. Yeah, for music, I was like, 
Christmas music, I'm kind of like, it's super cheesy. Like, um, I wrote down All I Want for Christmas is You. I was, yeah, I figured that would be on the top of the cheese, yeah. And I like that song, but I don't need to hear it for like a month, you know? No, I do not like that song. (laughs) Everyone likes it. Even, yeah, I hear a lot of people who don't like that type of music like it. I will not. You work in retail, though, too. Do you have to listen to Christmas music like that all day long? No, um, they don't play music in our store, actually. Oh, that's... At Hannaford, they play the same eight songs. Yes, I remember. At Dick's, it was, like, a lot of the same. Like, maybe 12, but... Hey, now, hey, now. Like, one was just a cover of the same song, I remember. (laughs) Well, it was, like, two songs, but it's the same song. It's just a cover. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we got to we got to choose between a few stations. I Yeah, that is that Mariah Carey one is pretty cheesy, especially when she sings it with Justin Bieber and like I think she's done a few different versions. I've never heard that version. I I, I go for the OG. Yeah. <laughs> I really like Green Sleeves too. Oh yeah, that's just piano, right? Um no, there are lyrics. Oh, there are. Yeah. Green sleeves, green sleeves, sleeves are green. Yeah, supposedly it's about Henry VIII and his, like, connection to his wives or something. (laughs) By the disconnection of their heads to their shoulders? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It's like, uh, I, I have heard versions I like, and there's a song that's essentially the same melody. But it's different lyrics. It's called What Child Is This? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra does a version of that. What child is this in yeah. Bethlehem? In Bethlehem. Yeah. Yes, I know that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you find those cheesy, though? Or yeah. they just... I, I like them, but I, I kind of find it cheesy. Like, it's... It is... That one, because it has such a medieval feel to it, yeah. it's so dated. But I kind of love like, it. very, like, traditional. Yeah. Alas, my love, you do me wrong to cast me off so discourteously. And I yeah, you should listen to you oh, so long. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Delighting like in your company. Right? Left. Yeah. Let's cheese more rock. I love it. I don't know why I love that song. Same with the, um, uh, what the hell is it called? Good King Wenceslas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, like, um, yeah, uh, traditional songs. I was thinking of that when I thought of traditionalist Christmas stuff. Is that a Christmas song? It's just yeah. a song about a fat king. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's about uh, Svati Pakla, the one of the original kings of uh, Czechoslovakia before it was really that area, I think. Huh. Yeah. Never knew. Considered a saint for some reason. That's why he's a good king. Is he good king or old king? Yeah, it's good king. Good king. All good right. king Wenceslas Not old king Wenceslas. But he went yeah. towards his brother. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, my song, um, 
less feel good, more what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> like so cheesy. Um it I don't know if you heard like the any of the killer's new stuff. This might be like maybe two years old, one year or two years old at this point. What album is it? Uh pff, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I I don't listen to them anymore. They had a song called The Man in the past couple of years. And it's just, uh, yeah, it's called The Man, and it's pretty much um, they just find things to sound like The Man. They just rhyme words with The Man and, like, dumb, cliche phrases like, I'm the man, with the plan? Who's the man? I'm the man. I'm gonna... <laughs> On two hands, something that's stupid. It sounds like a Flight of the Concord song. Like, it's that bad. Uh, I feel the same way about other, uh, not other side, um, Can't Stop by, uh, oh, yeah. Peppers, where it's nonsense, but uh, yes. I kind of love it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love the beat of that song, um, Can't Stop, but the lyrics are quite nonsense, and the video is quite nonsense, so that's always endeared me, but yeah. the, I feel... And I feel like the Chili Peppers have a good sense of humor about themselves. Yeah. The Killers, I feel like, do not. And yeah. like, this song is just—I feel like we would have written it in our like high school fake rap group. Yeah, like it is something on that level of songwriting. Or I—I uh, kind of like the Zephyr song also. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like a very pretentious song when you think about it. Yeah. Zephyr meaning like the west wind and I think like a lot of their songs have really weird like pretentious lyrics like they talk about the Pleiades in one of their songs I think that's in Can't Stop hmm. yeah, and the, that video is based on like modern art yeah I love video yeah. it's based on I think one like specific sculptor or like modern artist and they're like recreating all this stuff and it's just like simple like they're pouring packing peanuts on themselves. I don't get modern art. Did you hear about the banana? The yeah, I think art? it's bullshit. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who just arbitrarily said this has this much value. It's, why? Yeah. I was also also this mad that the guy destroyed it, though. Like, I had both opinions. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I... Uh, I, how can you def- no, I, I can't I can't get into my defining art by money and awards ramble that gets me into arguments with strangers online I, I completely <laughs> agree um, I had an art history teacher who got into like a really bad argument with a girl about like the girl was like I'm an artist and she's like well it's hobby art it's not real art and I'm like just fucking tell her it's real art like just let yeah. it go like we know it's like it's probably just like crappy drawings but who cares yeah yeah it's but i don't know there is stuff that i look at that i'm like if you look at a vincent van gogh you can be like oh this is great then i look at like jackson pollock and i have such an issue with jackson pollock (laughs) i fucking hate jackson pollock i don't get it and i know it has to do with like what you're feeling and i'm just like i feel angry that people think this is good (laughs) Like that's my feeling about it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> I tried to push forward, but yeah, just the, ugh, the 
art is an expression and how can you define expression by a monetary value yeah and i kind of feel like it has to be like it has to fit aesthetic right that's what i think yeah if you make a still life like it's easy to kind of tell like if you were like hey this still life looks like an apple uh then you're like hey it's good because it looks so much like an apple but if like (laughs) picasso did it you'd be like what's this bullshit like you know what i mean it'd be like a triangle on like a board yeah that's a delicious apple which i like picasso's like blue era where like the man with a guitar like i think that's an amazing painting once he gets up to the geometric stuff i'm kind of like all right, where it's like nude woman, and it's just like a bunch of triangles. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, I get it. And I guess this is how, just how you see women. It's like a triangle with like eyes on it, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, Casa. Yeah, that symbolism. Oh, you had to try hard then. Now it's like we can we put memes together, and that's our art. I guess. I hate it. <laughs> That is, that that banana is essentially a meme. The definition of a meme is, like, art that people can interchange, well, meme, art, no. A meme is, like, an image that people can, like, interchange to fit a certain subject or something. That's what that freaking banana is, because that was the whole point of it, is that it's interchangeable or whatever. I'm just like, you made a meme and made millions of dollars before. Yeah, I I just want to, like, throw paint on a wall and be like, here, million dollars, like... Heart. I don't know. Yes, it's an orange instead. You just got to come up with a good idea, like a crazy abstract idea. Now get a rock and say that it's related to it somehow. I bet like pet rock is like something that's kind of like yeah, this is like a retro thing. I'm gonna like say, I, uh, I tried to grasp the. <laughs> the quantum theory of space and time and express it in artistic fashion and it was so dense that all I came up with was this rock and I'm going to sell that for thousands of dollars yeah do you have a book? <laughs> um, um I don't oh man here oh no I don't I, That's fine. I, I uh, chopped the ball on this I, I, I wrote uh, something from this collection of short stories that I have but I did not have time to pick one from it. That's fine. I, I had one, and I, I cheat like I do every week, because um, I just haven't read a ton of books lately. Uh, so is it an audiobook or a comic book? This is a comic book. <laughs> it's a manga. I haven't read the manga. I saw the anime. Um, it's called My Love Story, and it's a subversion of the typical tropes of, the, um, of like a shoujo love story, where... The main character is the guy that would typically be the side character in a typical manga. Like, he's this massive, like, he looks like a giant, like, gorilla. And he's, like, the captain of the karate team. And he's this guy, and he falls in love with this, like, like very lovely, like, very tiny, redheaded girl. And he's got a best friend who's, like, would be the typical, like hero in this type where he's like super aloof and like only shows his good side to a handful of people hmm interesting and so it's, he, yeah uh does he have a like 
Is he a silent protagonist, kind of, or? No, he's like, you know how, like, in a lot of anime, like, the protagonist is kind of, like, kind of, like, sullen and stuff like that? They're usually kind of, yeah. can kind of vary. This guy's, like, super energetic and excitable. Okay. He's like Popo. Imagine Popo as the... Yeah. Or your Mako, Mako Makancho from Kill la Kill. Yeah. Or the um, but a big beefy guy. Yeah, like the purple makes more sense. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like he gets really excited about like her making like sweets for him and stuff. Yes. I do love Popo, so that's interesting. Yeah, it might be something I show you at some point. Popo was my favorite. Uh, Kingdom Hearts came to mind. <laughs> For cheesy. Uh, my thoughts exactly, actually. I definitely. Um, I wrote that down as well because that game is all about, like, friendship. You know, having a heart. Yeah, and friendship Darkness. and love. Uh, yeah. And not forgetting yourself or whatever. Some, some sort of metaphor <laughs> about love and self reliance. Yeah. But a lot of friendship. <laughs> and, like, the most, like, abstract. It started off so simple, and now it's, like, so, like, what... Simple it, and clean. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, that was a good tie-in. It was. That's the name, that's a theme song. It was. For uh, all your non-Kingdom Hearts. I was trying to come up, I was like, ah, oh, I don't have one that good. <laughs> it's like, oh, you have to go to a sanctuary to hear it. Like, yeah, that's the only song. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I can't remember... I don't think they had an original song on the third one. Ah, oh, man. They had enough time to find one. Yeah, no kidding. I did, um... I love the, uh, kind of beginning openings, where they kind of have that CG event where they kind of, like, summarized the previous story in, like, a CG yeah. thing. And they did it really well on, I think, Dream Drop Distance, where they kind of, like, tie in a lot more. They tie in, like some of the other handheld series and stuff nice yeah i need that i need that refresher yeah the those animatics always like i don't know they play that you know that anime song or not anime song there's usually a japanese version of it though too and there there's a lot of people spinning around and reaching out for each other and bright lights and doorways and things like that. It's just yeah. all that imagery that's like the longing for each other, the search for your long lost, like whatever, best mate. Yeah. Uh, and I, I also, I, I think my favorite one that I played was Birth by Sleep. Because if you, it, those games like all have secret endings if you beat like them on hard difficulty, do everything. Hmm. Like the first one, uh, I think it kind of shows like the guy with two keyblades, and you're like, "What's this?" And you can't like really tell what anything is or whatever. Right. It's all just teases. Yeah, yeah. I never could. I mean, half of my couldn't. I couldn't beat a lot of them on easiest mode, so I never got. <laughs> It was, oh man, they came out in a time before YouTube where, you know, video walkthroughs weren't there and neither were, like, all the animatics and cutscenes if you wanted to watch them. Yeah. I could go by now. I'm sure someone has, like, a movie, pretty much, of all the scenes just strung together. Probably. I just loved, uh, at the end of Birth by Sleep, if you got the secret ending 
it's like I think it's Christopher Lee as the voice. Oh, I'm sure is Anthem because they have all the famous people as voices. Yeah, it was. Uh, I see dead people. Yeah, Haley. Haley Joel. Joel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Hayden Panettiere was uh, one of the girls. Oh yeah, which, which, which one? There's. She's. I think oh, she's Kyrie. 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 Yeah. yeah. She might be the other one. I can't remember. There's a blonde one, right? Yeah, Naminé. Not yeah. And I was gonna say Aaron Naminé, Carter yeah. was uh, Roxas. <laughs> what? Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> he has the same hair. It makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Sean Astin was uh, Hercules. All three times. I think. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Huh, interesting. David Boreanaz they... was Squall. Who's Squall? He's from Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if they got, like, original voice actors in, like... Maybe. They probably got that Aladdin guy. The guy who does the voice of Aladdin is in, like, a bunch of Disney stuff. I think he's also... He was the boyfriend in Full House. Hmm. DJ's boyfriend so he was like well he's like always on retainer by Disney I feel like and uh I know Genie was played by uh Dan Castellaneta oh yeah he did Genie I think in one of the Aladdin movies that Robin Williams didn't want to do so that's I mean that's an okay get yeah second place the runner-up yeah, I also wrote down uh, Super Mario RPG. Oh, yes. I've never played it. Well, I've played it a little bit, but not extensively. But I remember a lot of it. There's a lot of, like, silly items that are in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. I remember. There's a bad Yoshi. You team up yeah, with Bowser. Bowser. Oh, you do? Yeah, Bowser's on your uh, team. Is he? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, you can make a three-man team of uh, Bowser, Mario, and Peach. Hmm. Yeah, it's your party. Yeah. You don't get any other characters. There are two other people. One is Malo, who right he thinks I he's a tadpole, hmm. but he's a cloud person. One idiot. Yeah. There's also Gino, who's oh, right. like this mystical star being who's taken over a doll. Yeah, he looks like a puppet. Yeah. He was one of my best spirits in Smash for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't... Yeah, what's so what's cheesy about that? Uh, it, it's just, like, a lot of kind of... It starts off as kind of like a regular thing where it's Mario fighting Bowser. And then, like, yeah. at the very beginning, like, a big sword pops out of the sky and throws them all out of the castle and... It's just this grand adventure to save the princess again, I guess. Yeah. Is it? Is there a scene in the beginning where they're, like, fighting on a falling chandelier? Yes. Okay, yeah, I remember that. That's bad ass. Yeah. There are, yeah, like, <laughs> Power Rangers in it. There are? Yeah, they're called, oh, like, man. Axum Rangers. They're all, like... There's a red, black, green, yellow, and blue, I think. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's one I have to revisit. I like RPGs with 
familiar elements. That's really the only way to get me invested into like a long haul like that. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's, I don't know, I, I just find the elements, like, there's, like, kind of a a weird Bowser lookalike, or, excuse me, not a Bowser, Wario lookalike. Is that pre-Wario? Uh, I don't think so. I think, like, Wario, huh. that Virtua Boy game had come out. Oh, yeah. That's right. And I think it's it was on Game Boy, Yeah, I knew, like, there, there was a Wario world for Game Boy. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah, Kingdom Hearts really took the cake for me. I couldn't think of any other... I was thinking another heart game. Have you ever... Have you seen, like, Sayonara Wild Hearts? Did I already talk about Sayonara Wild Hearts? I've heard of it. I don't know what that is. It's a... It's, like, a recent indie game, but it's kind of like a playable album. And it's kind of Scott Pilgrim-esque, where you're, like... I think you're trying to court someone and you have to you're being chased by their like evil exes and it's like a playable album it's kind of like a runner game and kind of like rhythm based and but yeah it's just like it goes through the length of a album there's like different songs and each track is a different level and like the the game goes to the track so when you die like the track will rewind to the point where you last spawned so it's like kind of goes in sync it's cool i like the concept of it and it's like the graphics are very like simple polygonal um is a good way to put it kind of n64-esque graphics i I was tempted to say stardew valley too because i think it's just kind of wholesome oh yeah definitely like I, i you know and i don't think there are some darker elements like you know, Linus is a really weird character to put in there. Yeah. And, like, the weird witch and the people living in the sewer and stuff. But Grobus. Yeah, yeah. Grobus in the sewer. Yeah, did you uh, see recently they had, like, a huge update to it? Yeah, I saw A bunch that. of new stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had, like, recently started playing it again, and I didn't even realize there was an update. And I was like, did I miss all this stuff before? Or this is... Uh, I checked. I'm like, whoa big stuff coming yeah or came yeah it's cool guess we'll go down j jeff yeah there was some cheese in this movie i feel like yeah this movie i i kind of confused me a little bit yeah there was some uh there were some odd choices for like shots in this movie i felt like i i really liked the cinematography in it like i thought it was well shot yeah, I liked it. I thought it served it the purpose. We are talking about the 2011 movie Drive, mm. correct? Ryan Gosling and Carrie Mulligan? Yes. Blighty. I thought it was interesting when the opening credits to this start up, like, Ryan Gosling is credited before the title for Drive even comes up. Yeah, I kind of get it in a way. I know women really love him. I know that. About yes. Him. He was really used to sell the movie. Yeah. I didn't even realize Brian Cranston was in it. I was like, he was a pleasant surprise, and he's like right in the beginning. Yeah. Also, Ron Perlman. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, I Oscar think... Isaac. What I was going to ask, because uh, I didn't even put it together last night, but then thinking about the movie today, I was like, was that Oscar Isaac? Was yeah. he that guy? And I didn't look, but you confirmed it, yeah. Poe Dameron. 
Yeah, he's one uh, of yeah, in so a handful he, of stuff. Yeah, have you ever? Uh, you probably haven't seen Ex Machina. No. Um, he was also in a Sucker Punch. Was he? Oh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. That's, I think that was one of his that earliest sucks movies. A punch. I listened to something from that soundtrack. It was really good. It was a cover of uh, "Where Is My Mind" by the Pixies. I really liked it. I, yeah, I think I, I, do you know? Do you remember who it's by? It's by some lady. Uh, yeah, I, I remember hearing that version and liking it. Now that you mention it, I liked did you a lot like of them? The music and like them. Yeah, I was just gonna say I loved it too. Uh, I thought uh, it fit it really well. Bit on the nose. <laughs> yeah, I the um like actual song choices with like lyrics I thought were very yeah on the nose. Yeah. But they're like even in the beginning when he starts talking, he's on the phone talking to someone who's hiring him as a getaway driver. They play like kind of just like low bass, kind of ramps up and it gets up and keeps going and going. And I, I love that. I looked up the guy who um, did the soundtrack for this and I was surprised. I couldn't really, I thought, I was like, oh, this has got to be someone who's done a bunch of stuff that I've loved before. But I didn't really find much that I'd seen. Uh, Cliff Martinez was his name. <laughs> the only other big thing I saw him was uh, Traffic. Hmm. He did. Yeah, I... So another driving movie. Well, <laughs> traffic's not, not all really, traffic. Yeah. But the parts I have seen, they're in a car. So. Okay. Yeah, I kind of felt like all the music was essentially the exposition. Yeah, some of it, yeah. Like, where they're just, like, longingly staring off into space, and they're like, yeah. I want to think about you, I'm under <laughs> your spell. Yeah, is. there's, like, uh, the song that they're playing at the Welcome Home Party for our Oscar Isaac which might be the same song. Yeah. I know they play that twice. It comes in the end. Yeah, it's very much like, uh, we like each other. It's this unspoken love. Yeah. Because most of the time they are just staring at each other. There's a lot of shots where they are just staring at each other, Ryan Gosling and... Yeah. This, this the acting in this was pretty sparse for the most part. It was, yeah, definitely. It's he like... doesn't... <laughs> Is he just called the kid the entire time? Does he not have a name? Did they name him? I think they might name him at some point. I can't remember. Yeah, I thought... I knew... Maybe Brian Cranston dropped his name once, but he always refers to him as the kid yeah. and sort of the mob bosses. Or the driver or whatever. Yeah. Same with Real yeah. Hero. <laughs> they play, play twice. That song. I wanna be a real hero, a real yeah. human being. Or whatever. Yeah. And early on, I was just like, man, I feel like everyone in this movie is an asshole. <laughs> like, they're such the worst people. Even Ryan Gosling? Well, he's, like, redeemable, but, like, pretty much all of his associates, like, uh, Bernie and uh, Nino, Nino. Oh, yeah. Well, they're, the they're bad dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like, they don't hide it at all. No, no. Yeah. Well, I thought, when, in that first scene where... Ryan Gosling is doing that first job in the opening and when he coolly like escapes and gets into the parking garage and just walks out I, was, I just wrote down he's so fucking cool <laughs> like that's the coolest thing he just like coolly walks out with his baseball cap on I was like yeah that's awesome <laughs> like, 
what he just like oh man the confidence to do that i wrote down like is this like a midlife crisis or is he doing this for money like i can't really tell and it's never really yeah i don't know like i i didn't want to be insensitive or anything when i was watching this um and i know hollywood messes this up all the time but i was like is he like somewhat on the spectrum like are they trying to show that at all or is he just a quiet guy like yeah i didn't i never thought that but i mean it it maybe yeah but then he like he doesn't talk a lot in public but then when um there's a that scene where a guy approaches the bar and he's like oh yeah i did a job with you and He's talking to Ryan Gosling. He's just sitting there. The kid's just sitting there, straight face. And then he just turns to him and goes, keep opening your mouth. I'm going to kick your fucking teeth in and shove them down your throat. And then you'll close your mouth. And it's just like, okay, I think he he knows what he's doing. He's very yeah. socially aware, maybe. Yeah. yeah. That was like the first time you see a real dark side from him. Yeah. Then he like brutally murders that guy in an elevator. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah, he just keeps kicking his face in. And his and... head, like, crumbles if you, like, look yeah. at it kind of closely. Yeah, there was, like... Because... So, he... When the kid's getting his, like, jobs with people, setting up, like, getaway jobs, he has his whole, like, spiel or, like, anything inside these five minutes, is it's all my fault. Anything outside, it's all on you. Blah, blah, blah. He has, like, this whole practice spiel he has. And, like, he also, he says, I don't have a gun. And so it kind of made, Hillary. he's just a driver. He just drives. It's what he does. But then there's, in the hotel room where he's stuck with that girl that he has, like, double-crossed him. It just, like, takes this brutal, bloody turn that kind of surprised me. Like, I didn't see any of that coming. Her head explodes in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, holy shit! And he like, stabs the guy with something from the... Yeah, like curtain. a shower rod or yeah. something. Yeah, and, like, yeah, and then he just starts brutally murdering them. <laughs> like, blood is everywhere. I was like, whoa, oh my god, this took a turn I didn't see coming. Yeah, I wrote down, uh, he, he tells... He kind of mentions the story of the frog and the scorpion. Um, and I'm like, that jacket is awful. <laughs> the worst fucking jacket. <laughs> it's the dumbest fucking jacket. Yeah. I, yeah. It is pretty bad. But I also kind of love it, too. But it is awful. Yeah. I think I love it because it's so awful. <laughs> he just wears it. Like, I don't know. If it looked good on me, although... I don't know, I think it still looks good on him. It is awful, but I yeah. think it's... Well, he's, he's very pretty. He's like a pretty man. He is. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a Ryan Gosling movie before. Yeah, I, um, I might not have either. Uh, do but... you know that story of the frog and the scorpion? No. It's like, I don't know what the... Like, it's about a frog that's trying to escort a scorpion over a body of water. And the scorpion while they're like in midwater the scorpion stings the frog like and kills it he's like why have you stung me and the scorpion's like i'm a scorpion i can't help it that's, oh. that's like the story that's it okay yeah interesting yeah i don't think i i didn't hear him tell it either i might have he brushed over that i had to keep turning it down because 
this movie uses silence very well too there's a lot of scenes that are very silent and it's good tension building but then there's a lot of parts where it's silent and it's like bam, 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 bam. it's just like oh jeez i gotta turn this down yeah he yeah, mentions I, it to uh bernie or whatever his name is he's like your friend yeah. nino didn't make it across the pond or whatever he says okay yeah i do remember that now for a while i didn't know where it was going um because i knew i was like this movie's about a heist gone wrong right and like it it takes a while i felt like to get to the heist part. yeah it takes it's like at the hour mark it's, yeah is <laughs> it yeah but i don't know i was having so much fun at that point like when it was like 40 minutes in i was like oh it's already 40 minutes in jeez it's flying by but yeah i don't know i, I kind of was like looking at my like watch a lot i was like oh, come on. like I was just kind of like, get going, like, has something happened? Right, I don't know. I guess I... There wasn't... There wasn't a lot of driving, though, I feel like. Um, I liked... I think the scene in the beginning is the best driving sequence there was, and kind of sad that there wasn't more of that. It was so cool. So damn cool. He just pulls into a parking garage, a crowded parking garage. How smart is that? Yeah, I mean, it kind of implies that he's done this a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially, like, he knew which car to get. He's like, yeah, get me a Chevy Impala. It's the most common car in California. I like that he was listening to the basketball game the entire time. It's just like, he's got two things going on at once. Yeah, I found some of the names. I'm like, oh, his name is Standard. Like, the guy's name is Standard. (laughs) Oh Oscar yeah, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, cause, yeah, I didn't know it was standard. And then he, there's like a joke where his mom or his wife says like, "Where's the deluxe version or whatever?" That's like how they met. And I didn't get that joke because I didn't know his name was standard. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, huh? I had the um, subtitles on, and whenever it had like stand, it would say standard, and then his lines, and I'm like, "Is that the?" And I thought it was like <laughs> a input for like just yeah. generic word i was like yeah like, they didn't even name him that's weird it's default <laughs> yeah and like i was like that's weird might as well yeah. be default yeah uh, his oh, death man. surprised me i was like oh shit did not see that no me neither yeah well when he started walking out i was like he's gonna die isn't he he's he's gonna something's gonna go wrong with him and then it's silent and of course bam, 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 bam. Yeah. jesus come on it scared the ever-living crap out of me yeah I guess I was just like, something's going to happen, but I just don't know where it's going to come from. Right. Like, I thought something was going to happen with the other car, I guess. Which it yeah, did, yeah, I thought they were going to try and take it. But I was glad going into this pretty blind. That's how I like to go into my movies now, though. It, it surprised me. I got a very, a lot of Vice City vibes from it. Hmm. Um, yeah you can kind of see that yeah just with like the the over like the cityscape shots with set to 80s music and even like the pink writing yeah they have did you find the knife collection that the guy had was strange i thought that was weird yeah i was like he just keeps his murder implements sitting out in the box and for everyone to see yeah kind of strange and yeah. the ending was kind of ambiguous, so it's just like, you're not really sure about who wins the final battle, and 
Like it's yeah. kind of been done in shadows. Yeah, I did like um yeah. They linger on like those shadows for a while too and you're like, yeah. What's happening? Like uh I did it did I did fall asleep at one point at the end though, where they're doing the long silent shots. <laughs> like I nodded off and I was like, What's going on? And I was like, Oh, he's just still sitting in his car <laughs> bleeding. Yeah, I thought he was like I thought the implication was like his eyes are open like he's dead. Like, I thought that might have been it, but I was like, then it takes him a really long time to blink, so I'm like, okay. So I'm like, is yeah. he dead or not? Or, like, something yeah, exactly. happened, guys, come on. He blinks, and yeah. then you're like, did he drive back or not? That's the question. Yeah. Did he go back for I don't think. I think he took the hell out of there. Yeah, I think so. took off. That's why he's a real I think he would have brought the money to her if he had gone back, but yeah. Yeah, he is the... I think he's... Do you think he's the real hero? He's a real human being. <laughs> yeah, as the song says. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, him or Brian Cranston a little bit, too. I mean, he died. Yeah, Brian Cranston sure. wasn't... Yeah, he wasn't a bad guy, though, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. He was fairly redeemable. But yeah, Ron Perlman. Yeah, oh man, and Brian Cranston, when his death, like, you can just kind of see it, that he, like, he knows something's coming, he knows, like, I'm I'm not leaving this garage, yeah. what's going to happen, I, and she's like, Ugh. I didn't expect the arm thing, I guess I was expecting No, me neither. Shot. Yeah, me too, just, like, classic mob style, but, no, they really go for the blood in this. Yeah. Lots of... They really fuck up his arm, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, that... I mean, I know doing that is, like, how you kill yourself, but it's, like, he really, like, mangles it. Like, it's intense the way he cuts it. Yeah, he just drives it through. And he, like, um, he stabs that other guy, too, like, just in the neck in the pizzeria. Oh, yeah. Cook. Yeah, (laughs) then he goes to Ron Perlman, he's like, now you clean up after me! (laughs) Like, oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, they I, their whole mob thing was like kind of like what is happening? They're like, uh, yeah, you, I didn't get it for you, a while. They're throwing all these slurs around. I'm like, what? Is, what? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Ron Perlman just didn't like being, uh, having anti semites around. I guess. Yeah. He just went about it in the wrong way. I I think they underused him though. I mean, he's such a big imposing guy. He should have gotten it one kind of fight with someone. I guess he got rammed in the car. And then drowned. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Yeah, with the creepy mask on. Yeah. That creepy stunt double mask. What? I mean, I get it, but I'm also like, why did he need that mask? I mean, it doesn't seem like he really needed it, honestly. No. Yeah, no one saw him. Did you... um, The first scene where we find out he's a stunt man did you know what was going on in the beginning like i didn't i was like oh he's a security guard and then like he puts on this weird mask i was like wait what what well i watched it on netflix and it in the yeah me in too. the thing it says like stunt man and heist man <laughs> yeah into adventure and i'm like oh he's a stunt man yeah i i had forgotten about being a stunt man at that point i guess yeah i was just like okay he's doing this yeah but as soon as he flipped his car over or whatever, it's obvious. 
Yeah, that seems like a very strange business, the way you described it, where it's like, I make a car and they destroy it. It's weird. Yeah, I couldn't understand. Was he like a B-roll footage? Was that all that they did? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because he didn't seem to work for, like, a studio, and he was also, a, like, Brian Cranston's running a public garage at the same time. Like, to, like maybe he's contracted by a studio, I guess. Maybe. Maybe they take jobs. I just want to really know, like, the unionizing and the ins and outs of this <laughs> world. Yeah, I don't know. And it was strange that he left the money, but I'm kind of like, maybe he just left it there as some type of, like sign like so when they find them they'll be like oh there was money here too but i'm like if it's in a parking lot during the day like somebody sees that it's gone right <laughs> yeah. i don't know it's next to a dead guy i think someone would say something i mean want if dead i got money i'm kind of like i i don't know i guess if i saw a bunch of money i'd be like it's mine now then be like hey there's a dead guy here with nothing around police it's weird I don't know. I feel like if they, if anyone they ever caught you with money. that money, <laughs> they, mm, well, they knew money was stolen from that pawn shop, didn't they? I mean, if those bills are marked bills, they can track those bills. Yeah, like I'd have to like you got money from a dead guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I just get too paranoid. He just didn't want it. He just wanted to get the hell out of there. <laughs> Yeah. Fair. I wonder what he's doing now. I want some Maybe. of those gloves, too. I don't have the hands for them. Yeah, the lady-beating gloves. <laughs> you put them on oh, to slap what... around that other one. Well, he, he did it to drive before that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that lady... I don't know. Christina Hendricks? Oh, is that who it was? Yeah, I believe so. What else has she been in? Yeah, I knew she looked familiar. I can't remember what else she's in, though. Hmm. Yeah, but what'd you think of it as a whole, I guess? Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was watchable. I really liked the soundtrack. I thought it was shot well. The acting, I found kind of, you know, intermittent. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just yeah. It seems like they are trying to kind of grab at subversion like they're trying to like really try and subvert like a common heist movie and it's i don't know there's something about when people try to do like in you know that kind of thing where it's like oh we want to make this different from other movies or it's kind of seems insincere i don't know but i i enjoyed it and maybe i'm just i i kind of went into just not wanting to like it i'll be honest Maybe I'm putting some of that on there. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't even think about the subversion of a heist movie, but now that you say about um I I get it now, especially like Rick and Morty just had a heist episode where they were just like, Heist movies are stupid. It's just like most of the movie is you going around meeting the team and them assembling the team. That's all it is. And you just get backstories for each member. And, like, in Drive, they don't do that. Ryan Gosling, like, when he does get the team together, he's like, hey, I don't work on a team. This is how it works. And Cook is like, you're hard to work with, or whatever. I don't want to work with you. 
So, yeah, I I didn't even think about... Sub I didn't see it as a heist movie, but I guess if they're trying to subvert it, then mission accomplished? Yeah. Or you got too far from the mark, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it, and I'm just like, I think if that's what they were trying to do, they that's what they did, but I don't know. It, I It's kind of like how I feel about uh, Last Jedi, where it seems like they're like so desperately trying to like fight backlash, at least in my opinion. Um, I don't know. There's something to that that I just like. I don't know. I don't. I'd have to look into it more. I I enjoyed it. I like you. The soundtrack was my favorite part too. Um, maybe I'll look into more about that guy. But Martinez, Cliff Martinez. But yeah, I uh, right in. I it sucked me in. I was okay with it. It was on my. I didn't. I had never seen it because it was around the time that I had a kid. So that's when, like, I have a gap in movies for a few gotcha. years at least, where I couldn't watch rated R movies. So I don't have to fill in my gap as much as you. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did I know we're not doing uh, anime? Have you watched any of uh, it yet? No, uh, I have not watched any Space Dandy. That's next, right? Correct. Yeah. No, I haven't gotten to that yet. But All right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. And All right. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that next time. Yeah. For now, we can wrap up, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you can contact us at wholegdshow at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter at whole GD show, Facebook.com slash whole GD show. Archive is at whole GD show Caleb Orion does our music. Find him on streaming Spotify. I don't know. Google him. He's Caleb Orion. Give us a rating review on iTunes or it's called like Apple podcasts or something. Now. I don't know. It might still, we're still on iTunes. Um, but, if iTunes is a thing. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's an app. Whatever. If you're listening to this, you found it. Rate it wherever you find it. Where can people find you, Jeff? Um, at Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at Shaw doing art and jokes and whatnot. Uh, I have added more stuff to the YouTube channel recently. Uh, yeah. It's got some Assassin's Creed gameplay and some Broforce gameplay on there. Mainly as kind oh, of like I little tests, but you know, it's it's you know, a little chunk of it. Nice. Good, yeah, check those out. Yeah. We'll catch the genie listeners in the next G D episode. Yep. We'll see ya. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>